Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and it's time for this week with Matt Meeks from the Gators Coach, little Gator Country for you. Welcome to the show, Matt. Good morning. All right, had to give him a little theme music uh, intro because he's been doing so much for the show. Uh, how, how, how was your Friday night? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a long drive to Des Moines for the uh, inevitable result. Got to see uh, two wonderful teams play over here in, in um, West Des Moines last night. So, uh, so what game was you at? I was at the Dowling City High game last night. Oh my gosh. And uh, how'd it come out? Dowling, you know, Dowling football is, is one of those uh, teams in the state that perpetually always rebuilds, restacks, and has a, a good team. And last night, they were a buzzsaw to City. Um, they returned a favor. Last year, City beat them pretty well at home. This year, Dowling took down um, City 34-0. City High shut out. Um, Dowling's defense was phenomenal. Now, City High scored 77-55. and 55 points in their last two games um so last night's Dowling's defense was the uh was the key to that game yeah i imagine uh what so uh who were some of the standout players that, that you would say that you got to see in that game you know um Dowling's offense had a uh, their quarterback jackson smolik is a penn state recruit um he'll be at penn state next year he throws an excellent ball they have a pretty good tight end um i believe his name is jalen thompson that uh committed to northern illinois if i remember correctly um, they have a nice running back. They have a nice couple running backs. I'm not sure uh, names on those kids, but man, they had some shifty feet. Um, one of the things that City struggled with last night was um, grabbing ankles instead of trying to tackle hips. Um, they thought, you know, you'd have a kid sacked and all of a sudden or tackled and all of a sudden he'd break off for five or 10 yards. Um, so really the, the ball, they were controlled. Dowling has some really good offensive defensive line and uh, they controlled it all night. Um, just every time City would get close to score and Dowling would stop them and, and make a play. And and uh, offensively for City, um, Drew Larson had another decent game. He was he was running for his life a lot of plays, did a lot of good things with his feet. Um, our guy, Achille Maddox, had six catches for 128 yards, but we struggled. We struggled to get going. Um, sometimes that happens, though. Now uh, City is 2-2 two two in the in – the, in the state and having to go back this morning and, and figure out what the next step is as they prepare for the battle of the boot next week with Iowa city West. Yeah, that's going to be every, every week it is. So, uh, well, what are the scores did you have? You were texting me some, uh, big results, uh, uh, a couple surprising, uh, results. I thought. Yep. So Liberty, uh, Liberty bounced back last night. They played clear Creek, Amana, um, Liberty, and Clear Creek are literally minutes apart. Actually, the town of North Liberty is split. Um, the kids on the west side of the town go to Clear Creek. The kids on the east side of the town go to Liberty. Um, last night, Liberty got back on track after their loss to Western Dubuque last night, 55-7. to seven. Um, Liberty went in and, and just got it going again. Our guy, Graham Beckham, uh, I've nicknamed him the surgeon, 21-25 passing, 252 yards, eight touchdowns. And the thing is, is he threw to eight different receivers throughout the night. Amazing performance out of Liberty. Coach Harris right back on track. 
Um, their big game next week is against North Scott, who lost last night um, to Xavier. North Scott had had Xavier's number over the last couple of years. Um, Xavier pulled that game out. I believe it was 17-0 to last night. Um, so that was huge uh, on Xavier's part. Um, another game, uh, as I tap in weekly, uh, West Branch took on the Wiza Muscatine last night, and West Branch broke their school record for uh, most points in a game with 86. They won 86 to zero with their tailback Andy Hansen tying the school record with six rushing touchdowns. Coach Peterson and the Bears have got it rolling over there in West Branch. Um, I don't know if there's been a game that's been less than 50 points uh, so far this season. They're off to a super super start. Um, excited to see what happens with them the rest of the season. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah that they are. Uh, that was a scoring record, wasn't it? Yep, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. The the beasts up there. Well, what else? Uh, what else you got for me? Um. So our guys uh, from Western Dubuque, Western Dubuque, um, after taking on and beating Liberty last week, um, got back in the win column again, two and two on the season. They beat Dubuque Hempstead last night, um, forty eight to six. Um, one of our guys, Caleb Klein, was three catches, hundred fifty eight yards, two touchdowns. Caught a 98-yard screen pass for a school record. And then Grant Glasser, the bulldozer, as I've nicknamed him, ran for another 200-plus yards game, 205 last night. Um, they're, they're back on track 2-2, two and two, trying to build that resume for the playoffs. Um, another big game I was hoping to kind of get to last night while in the Des Moines area, 5A's top team, Southeast Polk Rams, went down 31-14 to the Ankeny Hawks. Ankeny's led by J.J. Cole, the soon-to-be Iowa State quarterback. Um, his dad was Jamie Cole, the former kicker from Iowa State back in the day. J.J. threw, you know, I called Graham the surgeon. J.J. threw 21, 23 passes connecting on 21 of them last night for 261 yards and four touchdowns. Um, big performance last night as Ankeny beats the number one team in Class 5A in some polls. Um Supposedly, Southeast Polk was out without their best running back, another Iowa State commit. Um, a lot of talent in that game last night, probably anywhere from seven to ten Division One athletes. Um, another game I kept track of last night was the Bondurant Ferrar Blue Jays took on the Pella Dutchman, and it was 35-14 to 14 last night, Bondurant. Um, I didn't really get any highlights in their game, but um, my buddy Coach Ponce up there at Bondurant's got things rolling um, with probably the best kid in the 2020 four class Titus Crum is their running back. So um, that's, that's where we were at last night, about six games. Um, we were on the sidelines for the city high uh, game last night as, as I also um, kind of helped with their youth program is watching the little ball boys do their thing. Um, hard loss for us to take a city, city high people, but uh, as supporters, we bounce back and we get ready for next week's game. And, you know, it's, it's kind of been funny with city this year. It's been every week's, the big game and then the biggest games the next week, you know, it seems like there's uh, not many games that are just, uh, we're going to walk through everything. You got to be ready to play every game. And next week, uh, a rivalry, the battle of the boot um, city high took it to West pretty good last year. And uh, I'm sure West is offense uh, has been, they played really well on Thursday. Um, they're ready to come in and, and, and take back the loss from last year. So it'll be an interesting game this week with them. Well, we're talking to Matt weeks. Uh, he is a, uh a coach of the Iowa Gators, a seven-man football team that works on specific skills 
with a lot of the elite players around the area. He travels to different games uh, all over the state, Dubuque, Iowa City, you know, you name it. He's he's all over the place uh, uh, and working uh, all through the week with players. Is uh, And we have him join us to give us uh, some of his perspective and uh, give us up on uh, Iowa City scores and uh, and uh, other other big state news. And, uh, uh, man, it's, it's, it's uh, really great to have you this week. So what else do you got for our listeners? Um, we are, you know, quarter of the way through the high school season. Like it's, it's, uh, a lot of teams are starting to figure out what they are, or who they are as a team, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. Um, you start to see, uh, the injuries creep up now this time of the season, you know, which guys can stay healthy week to week, which guys are down and hurt for maybe the season. Um, you know, my one takeaway last night with that city high Dowling game, um, Dowling's always fundamentally sound just like, uh, Xavier is, but. Boy, those kids from Dowling hit last night. They had some kids that could uh, lay some wood. It was a very physical game, and and uh, both teams, I think, are going to wake up this morning and realize they were in a war. Even though that score was 34-0, I think they're both going to wake up and realize that was a hell of a ball game between two really well-coached teams, teams with some athletes. Um, just like we said, though, you win some, you lose some, right? Last year, City High was on the big end of them winning that game, and then this year it was Dowling. Um Today we are we're still in West Des Moines. We we I'm originally from here, so we we hung out here. And funny enough, I'm doing this in a I'm doing the podcast today in a hot tub, enjoying some mild fall temperatures. And then we're getting ready to head, to head up to you and I um, to watch some of the you and I football players we've got to know over the past couple of years. Um, they've also provided some um, defensive training and defensive back stuff for some of the kids that I coach. So excited to go watch my first you and I game in probably gosh it's probably been 20 years. Um, and then we'll catch the Iowa game kind of on the radio um, on the way back. The radio, you know what the radio is, right? Kids kids nowadays don't know what a radio is, but they actually play football games on the radio. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Even sometimes we call them on podcasts over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, it, it was uh, – I, 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 I saw some highlights of your, your – uh, I think your son playing football. And yeah, I, this week. I this had week to retweet they, it. it. He was. It was some uh, pretty fancy moves he was making. Yep, this week they played against Xavier's uh, junior high program, their seventh grade. You know, um, we've played against Xavier for a couple years now, and I I've got to coach some of the high school kids from Xavier a few years ago, and uh, I've always respected Coach Schulte and what they do. Another coach that's been at the same school for a long time, um, and they teach those kids fundamentals from from third and fourth grade on up. And you can tell when you've played an Xavier team because they do things right. They don't hurt themselves with penalties. So um, we played Xavier the other day. We took one on the chin a little bit. It was a 22 to, to zero score. Um, Madden, my son, is uh, uh, is kind of making himself a, a, a known well receiver um, based here in the area. The kid had about seven catches the other day, probably for – 70 yards and he's he's put a lot of time and effort in the uh, off season to get it there and um we've got about you know four more games of the junior high uh season left and you know that's the thing we all look forward to football season but man once it gets started it goes quick before you know it oh, wow. october november is going to be here and, and playoffs and season's going to be over yeah i'm sad about it <laughs> uh what about uh well, is there any other scores in the area? There, there's more schools in there than we've talked about in the Iowa City area. Just can you just mention some of the scores? Um, you know, 
Thursday, it's weird with Thursday night football games. Sometimes I can pay attention to them. Uh, Madden plays on Thursdays. I do know that this last week, um, I believe that uh, Kennedy played a game against Jefferson and Cedar Rapids on Thursday, and they won. And then um, Iowa City West, I believe, played Davenport North or Davenport West, one of the Davenport schools on Thursday night, and they won. Um, both of those teams are, are – uh, Iowa City West's offense is, is – is high octane, got a heck of a receiver in Christian Janice and their quarterbacks, a good good quarterback too in Jack Wallace. And, uh, you know, Kennedy just kind of keeps rolling. Kennedy's another one of those schools that just kind of retools every year. And and right now they're 4-0. Um, I don't know where they're at in the top 10, but right now them in Pleasant Valley are kind of the leaders um, in 5A over in the eastern part of the state. Uh, it be interesting to see when those two teams collide um, during the season if they haven't played already, but uh, Pleasant Valley's kind of holding things down on the uh, on the far east, if you will, over in the Davenport Quad City area. So um, that's it. Do you? How did the uh, how did the, uh, Winfield do? How, how did that game turn out this week? I didn't catch that score. Oh, uh, it's fifty-five to twelve or something like that. Uh, um, I think Buffington had four touchdowns or something like that. Yeah. Oh, four touchdowns, right? Kind of yeah. just it was, like, you know, <laughs> just just around two hundred and twenty yards or something. I can't remember. Yeah, just kind of a walk in the park, probably in the first half, and then sat there. You know, yeah. that's yeah. what's interesting sometimes when you see those scores on on a Saturday. Oh, just another two hundred. You know, nowadays it used to be hundred yard performance. The game was pretty good. Now it's kind of well, if you got two hundred yards, that's that's pretty, you know, it's almost standard, 200 yards now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it goes up. And then um, one of the games I did keep in contact a little bit last night, Muscatine played Pleasant Valley. Yeah. Um, and Muscatine, I believe, was shut out. Um, their star running back, Ty Kozad, messaged me this morning. Ty had a concussion in the first half last night, had oh. about 40 yards total. Um, he was second or third, I believe, in the state in rushing. So, um that's what's going to happen. You start to see some of these teams; they see film, and they're going to try to they're going to try to take their best players uh, out of the game by stopping them, putting eight men in the box, and uh, it happens. You know, regroup, rego, refocus. A lot of time left before the playoffs start, but we're on the second half of the season now, so it's go time for a that, lot. Of that was a nice little scoop for our listeners. Well, uh, I, I was going to tell you the, the big game I thought was uh, Waco and Iowa Valley there, and. Uh, Waco, uh, after a, a, a quite a long time of nothing to nothing, Waco put a bunch of points up on the board, and then uh, Iowa Valley came back uh, late in that game quite a bit. I think it was like 54 to 26 or something like that. Uh, another stellar performance by Mason Miller. He got another uh, interception. So I don't know if that's eight or nine he's got this year already. It's uh, Yeah, there was some action last night. One other game I did forget. Um, I spoke to my guys in Benton. I believe they won um, last night, forty-eight to ten or forty-eight to six. It sounded like a lot of the starters were out of the game by the uh, by halftime or after halftime. So, um, you know, you you do you kind of catch some of those stinker games right now where guys might be done playing by halftime. And as a football player, you hate it, but you also get to understand the rest and not being hurt, worrying about getting hurt in the second half in some of those blowout games. So. It's that time of year. It really is. You know, the, the weather's changing. We're starting to get that fall weather where sweatshirts are, are kind of more needed than optional on Friday nights now. Yeah, it's. Uh, we, I was thinking that was the first kind of football weather we had, wasn't it? 
Yeah, and, and you know, the rain, uh, we got some rain over here in central Iowa this morning. It must have held off in the eastern part last night. We didn't have any rain um, down here. Uh, you know, one of the things, I'll say this, um, so Dowling doesn't have their own stadium. They play in Valley Stadium, and Valley Stadium uh, as a high school stadium is is on the same par as Kinnick, um, as the same par as the Unidome and as Jack Trice Stadium. Like, it's a, it's a big game atmosphere in a high school setting. Um, I love Valley's football field. Um, wonderful place to catch a game. Wonderful eats. Uh, only problem was the popcorn was a little uh, little salty for this old guy. So oh, that was my next question was where they rate on the popcorn meter. The, 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 popcorn, the popcorn meter was a one. It wasn't good. A little too salty for this guy. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, at least we still have Dubuque. As a memory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, anything else before we let you go? Nope, nope. We're going to get get uh, ready to take off here up to the Uni Dome to catch a Panthers game and hope that they uh, can pull it off tonight against Sacramento State. Well, we're going to send you out with a little Gator country from Molly Hatchet. Thanks for being with us. <laughs>